Hello and welcome to the Making It in Asheville podcast. I'm your host, Tony Bertaccio. Uh, uh, on the Making It in Asheville podcast, each week we sit down with a Asheville-based entrepreneur, small business owner, maker of some sort. We ask them what they're making and how they are making it in Asheville. This season, you might know, is a e-commerce-based season. We are hosted by the lovely Ernest Ready-Made Warehouse. Uh, and if you're not watching on YouTube, we're in it right now. And we have beautiful necklaces and bracelets and Soul Coop co-founder of Soku, uh, Lisa Van Arnhem. Lisa Van Arnhem is here, and I'm fumbling over your name, Lisa. <laughs> Please say hello and welcome uh, to the podcast. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> I'm welcoming you. Uh, it is great to have you here. Thank you. Today. It's so awesome to be here. Uh, I Well, thank you. I hope that you feel that way at the end of the conversation. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so here comes the hard-hitting question. Okay. Uh, Solku. What, what is Solku? When did you start Solku? What's going on with Solku? Um, so Solku is a gemstone jewelry brand. We're an inspirational, spiritual-based business. Um, we are here in Asheville, as you said, founded in Asheville in 2011. Wow. Uh, we originally started out making inspirational cards and um, they were pass and track cards. So it was like an inspirational message. It had a QR code on the back. You could register it to your email address. You could pass it from person to person. You could track it all over everywhere. And it didn't work. <laughs> no, nobody wanted to pass them once they had them. Um, they wanted to keep them. They didn't move them along down the line. And so we uh, kind of uh, just, and the QR codes at that time, uh, people just thought that they were like a scam or like advertisements yeah. or whatever. They didn't, it wasn't working. We were ahead of our time. 12 <laughs> years 2011. ago, QR codes. Yeah. It was like you had had a, a QR app, I imagine, to even read it. It wasn't built into phones back then. Uh, it was, yeah? but it, the technology just wasn't like, big like mm. like it is now you, you sure? know that like everybody knows what that and is and pandemic qr codes yeah you know now, now they finally work everyone right knows. yeah everyone knows wow so then we moved on to just like regular inspirational cards and um we had just different like namaste cards and thank you cards and things like that and they just didn't sell either <laughs> so like as true moms that we were we had like a limited budget and we just we're, we were like this was all we have we can't we've got to figure out some way to make this work for us so we started doctoring the cards we like cut slits in them we put stickers on them and at the time I was studying uh, all about the healing properties of gemstones. And uh, I thought, you know, we can we could put a, a piece of jewelry on these cards and, you know, talk about the healing properties of them and cut off the bottoms and, you know, try and make that work. And neither one of us, my business partner, Allison, or myself were jewelry makers. Sure. So we came up with this nylon cord that was like the simplest thing because we we didn't know how to solder we didn't we had no idea what we were doing but we were like this this could work and we did that and somehow um a rep group in california saw our website and called us and said we would like to represent you and we were like we have like four products on like broken cards what i mean we couldn't believe it. 
And we gave those to them and they took them to people and they sold them at stores. And it was just a weird way that it unfolded just in a completely, you know, one of those things where you're just like, we're just open to the universe and whatever is going to happen here. And we have a budget and a limited amount of time to make this work. And it, and it, and it worked. And then we just started getting orders, um, from stores all over California. And, uh, we, we, we made everything sitting at her kitchen table and then had enough orders that we had to ask our friends who happened to be other, we were stay-at-home moms at the time, lucky enough to be stay-at-home moms. And we asked other friends who were stay-at-home moms if they would help us. And they were like, sure. And then here we are. So, so <laughs> that's wild. and Totally wild. Right out of the gate. So yeah. much velocity and, and excitement yeah. in that story. So uh, we're running back. It's 2011. Yeah. Uh, you have this clearly home-run big, big idea of, yeah. of, of yeah. some sort of like thoughtful card, inspirational card yeah. that ends up um, getting passed along and uh, nothing happened. How long do you give that V1 idea I, I, before you're like, there's nothing here? Yeah, I think we gave it about a year, okay. year and a half. Okay. So we're into 2012, almost yeah. 2013. Yeah. And then you're like, no, no, no. The hallmark of 2012 we're going to be the next card makers yes. how long does that get you know an honest try before you throw stuff into the card? i mean we just yeah we 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 tried that was about a year okay you know about a year i mean we even went to like some trade shows sure. um we had somebody who was willing to represent us sort of but she was like you're gonna have to do all the work and yeah. You know, it just, okay. we we just saw the writing on the wall. So it's almost 2014-ish mm-hmm. before stones are in the equation. Yep. Okay. Yep. And and so now this is the first time that I can tell where you're managing some sort of like inventory that's not just like cardstock. Yeah. How are you thinking about things? You've, you've swung and missed now for a while. You, now all of a sudden you're going to buy a bunch of quartz or a bunch of yeah yeah like because yeah. there's actual cost it's not it's yeah. not just right. design and right and yeah let's put some something. more money into it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it, that's kind of where I'm at like I think most people would have said you know what uh, we should just be friends like we should be business partners <laughs> like you're in it at, at a while you know um I I don't know Allison and I um I I just think there is there. We're we're from totally different ends of the spectrum. She is uh, her um, area of expertise. Her degree is in risk management for insurance, huh. um, which is great for an entrepreneurial <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, and mine was in like film and television. Um, and so we, I don't know. Our, our, and most importantly, we were both moms and were you neighbors like did you live right no we we were in a um book club we met through a book club when everybody was in a book club but it was like a really intense book club and um you know you would read the book and people would spend all day like milking their goat to make that goat into goat cheese to eat for the dinner for the special dinner that was based around whatever happened on on the i mean it was 
It was really intense. Uh-huh. And Allison and I would be like, I I will bring the wine, you know, or I can bring bread. We just it it was overwhelming to both of us. And so we kind of like left this book club together. Like we're 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 not good enough. We're not worthy for this book club. Um, and we just started talking and our families got along really well. Our dogs got along. Our kids were about the same ages. And we both really wanted to do something when like the last one to go to kindergarten was my daughter. Um, and so when they went to school, you know, we wanted to do something. And so we took a foundations class, um, Mount at uh, Mount Bizworks That's... for a completely different idea. And I won't even go there. Um, <laughs> so that's the one that we've heard about so far. <laughs> no, it's not even one of the ones we've heard about. It was, we, we wanted to make sh- uh, films for companies to help them um, to articulate their missions. Cool. But in order to do that, it looked like we needed about $125,000 to launch that thing. And we we each were willing to put in, like our families were willing to put in like $10,000 each. Sure. And that was it. So Even we that, whittled down. Ton, yeah. We whittled down. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, something that we've always done is just focus on what what is our what is our mission? You know, what are we doing? And then that could be making films for companies to inspire them or re-inspire them. That could be inspirational cards. That could be a piece of jewelry that, you know, inspires you, you know, it's, it's, it's all really the same thing. It's just different vehicles. Yeah. And you, uh, you connected those dots. That's what I was going to ask. Oh, sorry. No, if, (laughs) if, if I was going to, the next question would have been, and while the QR, you know, inspiration didn't work. And then the greeting card concept that was meant to inspire didn't work. And now all of a sudden we hit something, it works. They're all iterations of it seems to be uh, the same intent. Yeah. Right. You're, and what is the intent? Do you have language for it today? I mean, at the end of the day, it's to be in service. Um, and whether that is connecting people with each other or connecting people with themselves, mm. whether it's helping people feel inspired or helping people um, get through a rough time mm. or um, celebrate and something really special or honor someone, you know, it's 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 all of that. It's it's being in service to those ideals and. Um, I think when we feel lost, you know, which happens a lot (laughs) Mm. in this, you know, road, um, it's just critical for us to go back there and be like, oh, yeah, we're in service. We're in service. We're in service. We're in service. So, you know, that's 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 the glue that keeps it all together. Well, that's beautiful. And I imagine the very beginning of there's traction and we're doing it at home and now we have to ask friends was new if nothing else a new-ish feeling what in those early days uh you said we're in service we're in service maybe that was the motto but like was there anything uh little engine that could that you were saying to yourself like we're in service or i think i can i think i can definitely like, just keep making yeah bracelets or keep making yeah. necklaces? What is yeah. it? Um, what are you thinking about? You know, we also hit kind of a critical time in 2008 through about 2010 
where, you know, the kind of the bottom fell out of the economy. Sure. And um, that was a very big driving force. My husband at the time lost his job. Um, we went through a lot of crisis financially mm. and leaning into um, this thing that was kind of, it made me feel really good, um, but also it was kind of bigger picture than myself and my little issues, but also the answer to my problems. You know, there were so many times when I felt like I just wanted someone to say to me, you know, it's going to be okay. Sure. And so it was like, they always say like, there's that, there's that thing in entrepreneurship or that thing when you're creating a product where you, it's like, what is the problem that you're fixing? You know? And to me, that was deeply rooted in it. Like, what is the, what is the problem that you're fixing? Which is like, you're not alone. You're mm. going to be okay. Um, and that too, you know, I had to put food on the table, <laughs> you know, I had to feed my family. Um, and we, I went through a bankruptcy and a foreclosure wow. and really it was a scary, scary time. And I had this really beautiful thing that brought so much light to my life. And I felt like if I could just work really, really hard at this, that it's going to pay off somehow that energy I'm putting out there is going to pay off. And, you know, Allison felt it too. There was a lot of fear around her husband's work. And as the two of us were stay at home mm. moms, you know, it was, we were dependent on our husbands for, for, for our finances. So that, that, that was a big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. At what point was there enough success in the business that uh, the burden was lightened. It it seems like it's common stories that, you know, we never take any money out of the business. We've, you know, it's been growing, the mm -hmm. top line's growing, mm -hmm. but like everything's reinvested. Yeah. Uh, at what point did you feel secure enough to take money out or like had yeah. enough to even yeah. begin paying yourselves? Yeah. Um, was it immediately at, at the very least? Uh. It, we probably, I mean, no, we didn't pay ourselves for at least the first four years. Wow. And we were lucky, as I said, sure. you know, we were, we had spouses that were um, supporting us. Yeah. Um, and then somewhere around, once the, once we started selling the jewelry, we started making enough money. And I think about 2017, um, I was making enough money to, and then of course I had gone through a divorce at that yeah. point. So <laughs> um, I was making enough money to support myself and my children around 2017. Um, and, you know, that was just like the greatest thing ever, you know, yeah. I, 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 but I just, it was, it was more than I could have asked for, you know, to, to be able to have that experience and to have it be something that we created, um, that I could live off of and I could support my children through with, um, and my kids could see that my yeah. kids could see how you can completely fall down flat on your face and pick yourself back up again and keep going. Um, you know, I'm so proud of that. <laughs> I see you. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank oh my you. goodness. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, so it's it's around 2017. It's around 2018. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. From from you strung your first 
stone yeah. onto what you said a fabric cord. Mm-hmm. No fabric on this table. No, yeah, it is. It's all nylon cord. Oh, it is nylon. Mm-hmm. It's all oh, nylon. Wow. Yep. Would, so what do I? Yeah. Know? Nylon. I'm and thinking tile. like, thinking like a cotton. Yeah, like something yeah. bigger, like a lacro- I, I, lacrosse oh. strings were made out of <laughs> nylon, and those are like thick things. So this right. is nylon. Yeah. All right. I would just imagine some sort of like tiny metal. All right. So nylon. Mm-hmm. You sort out. We're gonna make these necklaces. You have four. Someone in California says, "Send me all." I, yeah. What is what does it even mean to be repped? So let's talk about some of the mechanics. Okay. Early day mechanics yeah. and how it's changed or evolved over the years. Yeah. So initially, our business was was about you know around this time, like 2017, 2018. It was about eighty five percent wholesale. Okay. And uh, we were with a rep group. Um, they had, and this is common language. If you're doing mm-hmm. wholesale, you yeah. have a rep group, you have a rep group, um, and they get you it's into different trade for shows like foods. Different... Okay. They have, they have something else, but for product based businesses, yeah. generally you have a rep group or you have several rep groups or you have reps all over the country who aren't in a group. Got it. This happened to be a rep group. They were like Colorado West and, uh, they had, I want to say, like 17 to 20 reps within this group. And these people would have relationships with all these stores and they would go into the stores and say, look at the lines I carry. Do you want to buy any of these lines? And the stores would say yes or no. And then there would be twice a year they would do, they had a showroom uh, in Los Angeles. They also had a showroom in Las Vegas and they would do shows. And, you know, a lot of people would come, the stores would come and shop those shows Mm. and, you know, do their purchasing for the year. Wow. So that's a relatively new model um, for perhaps the listener and just work like gangbusters. I mean, you have 20 or so people selling you all the time across the West Coast Mm -hmm. and it immediately spoke to people Mm -hmm. or they were like, it's cute, but they don't know how to make it. It's good. You know, they liked them. What they liked about it was that they were handmade Mm -hmm. in the United States. Um, and that we were really concerned with making sure that each one of our stones are good quality stones. Um, and they are what we say they are. Um, is that common? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning it's common that people say that it's whatever and sure. it's not. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I would never know how to tell. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that's, yeah. that's how they get you. <laughs> because you don't know yeah um but yeah we actually now have somebody um on staff or when he's not on staff we pay we pay him um here and there to uh he's a uh, gemological institute um graduate alumni and he comes in and tests all of our stones to make sure that they are what we say they are wow yeah because the vendors will also just sell you stuff and they'll be like oh yeah you know, it's, yeah, this, it's gold. this and you're like, mm, this is for sure gold. <laughs> so, so yes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Hello. Are you watching on YouTube, listening on your favorite podcast player? If you're not on YouTube, perhaps consider it because behind us, you would notice that we are in an absolutely beautiful space and that space is our season sponsor, Ernest Ready-Made Warehousing. And so if you're not familiar with Ernest, uh, it is Fantastic. I am joined here by my wife, Sarah Ubertaccio, founder hey. of QB Cucina and one of Ernest's newest clients. Yeah, excited to be back on the podcast. Great to have you back. Episode 110, if you haven't listened before. But what we want to talk about today is why you chose Ernest and what makes Ernest stand out, let's say, compared to uh, 
finding a new office space in town to fulfill from. As a very high level, Ernest is a 30,000 square foot facility on Sweeten Creek, just south of Asheville. Huge facility, beautiful facility. Uh, why did you choose to go with Ernest instead of any other place in Asheville? Yeah, well, I have a small growing business, e-commerce. We sell pasta tools and Italian kitchenware. And we currently outgrew the space that we were in and really needed um, a different kind of space. And so I love Ernest. I love the fact that uh, as we grow, Ernest can scale with us. So they have different sized co-warehousing spaces. Um, so if we if we grow bigger, we can just quickly move over to a different space within the same building, which is a really huge time saver. I also really love that they have daily, sometimes multiple times a day, um, pickups from UPS, FedEx, and USPS. So we don't have to worry about packages getting lost or stolen, and our team doesn't have to drop them off at the post office. And it just saves us all a bunch of time and headache. Um, and also they have temperature controlled rooms, which for a business like us, we, one of our products is pasta flour. It's really sensitive to temperature. It's really, really important for us to make sure that our products are secure and not, um, not getting damaged while they're being stored in our warehouse. Um, and I love all the other amenities. I love they have a photography studio so we can quickly photograph our products. They have a full break room. Um, they have co-working space that we're able to use for our meetings with team members and other people um, that may come to, to see us. And then just the sense of community being around other uh, small businesses is something that we currently don't have. And I'm really, really looking forward to, to connecting with others here. I love that. Ernest, readymade.com if you've not uh, visited that before. Or you can check out makingitinashville.com forward slash Ernest. And we have a bunch of information about the partnership we've built for this season, as well as some perhaps special discounts and incentives. If you happen to be a e-commerce business or the right fit for Ernest, you should definitely check out makingitinashville.com forward slash Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T. And back to the episode. I know I backed us up. No, no. I, I jumped us forward. No. So I, I'm now I'm like, I'm like, should I ask about stones? Let's ask, let yeah. me ask you about stones. Yeah. What, um, you know, uh, stone 101, gemstones or precious stones 101. Yeah. What, what am I, what do we think about when we think about stones? <laughs> you said you were studying them yeah. deeply and that kind of, yeah. that's how this happened. Mm -hmm. What does even studying stones mean? So... You know, I think um, there has been a resurgence um, around crystals. Sure. I mean, the um, place right in downtown. Oh, my gosh. Underneath. Yeah. It used to be Old North underneath mm -hmm. uh, East Fork. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> well, there's like five stone shops now, yeah. too, oh, wow. in Asheville. It's it's really, it's incredible. And they're, they're, they're very busy. Um, people are really into crystals. And, you know, I think that that speaks to a lot of things, um, just kind of where we're at and looking for hope <laughs> wherever we can find it. Um, I think, uh, crystals, you can look at it two ways okay. and, and one, I mean, just right off the bat, they're beautiful. Sure. They're lovely to look at. And so if nothing else, they're just beautiful. Um, you know, they're nice to wear around your neck or wear in your ears or wear on your wrist. They're beautiful. We've always had a love for beautiful, sparkly, glittery things, yeah. women in particular. Um, but I think with the stones, there's two ways you can look at it. One is that, you know, there's a very sort of quantum way to look at it, which is, you know, that everything vibrates and, um, 
And that really is true. You know, this chair isn't a solid chair. It's vibrating. Everything has a vibration. And crystals uh, are millions of years old and they all vibrate differently. And, um, you know, if you are into it and, you know, you believe in that kind of thing, we have chakras, the different colored crystals line up with the different chakras, the different parts of your body, being around those crystals and their vibrations. I would never go so far as to say that a crystal could heal you, but I would say that, you know, it can help you to heal yourself and help you realign yourself. I would also say that even if you don't buy into any of that, you know, which isn't my place to judge whether you buy that or not, there is such a huge um, power around belief. Yeah, fact. And if someone says to you, this is going to give you courage, or this is going to bring love into your life, or this is going to, you know, um, help you celebrate something, you're going to look at that, you're going to feel it, and you're going to it's, it's going to affect you. It is. And so, um, I'm good with either way. Sure. Uh, uh, I love that as an answer. I, <laughs> I don't necessarily remember the book life of Pi perfectly mm -hmm. and forgive me for stretching on a, on a metaphor that may or may not be accurate, but my takeaway from that book was like, yeah, it was a chimpanzee and a tiger and we were on a boat. And, you know, or it was my mom and a chef from the boat. Uh, both can be true. It's like, which one do you want? To, yeah. Which one works for you? Yeah. Um, and it seems perfectly, I'll say, reasonable. And I, you know, placebo effect is a known a yeah. and accounted for yeah. in most scientific. So even if you're like, no, science, science, science. Yeah. Uh, placebo is a real thing. And you you find what you're looking for like you yeah. see what you're looking for uh, every day so i'm yeah i'm into that what when when thinking about stones and chakra and aligning and uh, that's a little outside of my capacity but i mean we're not talking about a lot of stone here no and and it <laughs> so the effect is large i mean cuz they're beautiful and so yeah. let's just say that every everything's beautiful but like is a ruby have a of a shot like has a different vibration has it a ruby has a different vibration okay then a, a black onyx yeah and a black onyx has a different vibration than a rose quartz and um it is it is my belief that you know this information is not we're not making this up sure you know there is a lot of information out there yeah. um and sort of an agreed upon Rose quartz is for love. Um, you know, ruby is for delight or, you God. know what I mean? It's, it's it, there. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm, YouTube watchers are getting more than perhaps the podcast here, but it seems like each of these have some sort of, I don't want to say like call to action, but they're pointing towards some feeling, yeah. some yeah. Uh, delivery, deliverable. Yeah. And it's not made up by Solku. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. No, okay. no, it's not. It's not. You know, and I've always been um, 
an incredibly symbolic person. Mm. I really like um, the idea that something can represent something else, like a simplified version of something. And so I think um, these uh, help us to distill down um, an idea because you could look at, you know, something like um, tourmaline, right? This is rainbow tourmaline. And there are lots of different colors in rainbow tourmaline. And you could look this up on the internet and it will tell you probably six to 10 different properties that rainbow tourmaline has. So we take a look at it. We go to like 12 different sources. We, you know, really do the research on it and figure out which one is the most, um, you know, uh, the majority of the different sites or yeah. the different people say that this was, this is, this is what this is for. And then that's, then we try and find, you know, if, the, if like tourmaline is for like happiness and celebration and joy and like, so what are we going to call this? So that when someone's in a store setting or on our website and they're like, you know, I really, uh, I have this friend who is incredibly depressed. Um, what, what, what can I get for them to make them feel better? Hmm. Um, and so then they'll, it'll be a good word that, you know, they can just immediately say, oh yes, happiness. That's what they're looking for. I love it. I mean, I love, is this how the initial concept where you the little cuts in that let it hang? Uh-huh. Is how it's always been? Yeah. Beautiful. Um, this one's Beautiful Mom, yeah. Milky Aquamarine, mm -hmm. which, um, so you know my wife, Sarah. Yes. When we studied abroad in, in college, the name of my apartment was Aquamarina. All of the apartment names were Precious Stones, mm -hmm. but we didn't know that. So I thought my roommate for the whole summer leading up to the study abroad I thought his last name was Aquamarina. And I go, I can't wait to meet this guy. Like, I'm going to call him Aquaman. I already know his nickname. Like, he's my, this is, this is going to be the best roommate ever. Right. was Aquaman. Um, and now, all these years later, this is a supportive stone that reduces stress, quiets the mind, and nurtures the heart. Mm -hmm. How beautiful. Beautiful mom. Beautiful mom. That's what every mom needs. I'm going home with it. So, Quiet this, is, yes, this is going to be go Sarah's home. now. You go home with that. This is Sarah's now. Um, and then... Continuing down on the front page, we have uh, Mama Made with Love by Handwritten Melanie. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about this. It seemed like you like got there and then I walked us back. Yeah, yeah. So your your neighbors and friends and yeah. other stay-at-home moms yeah. were helping. This yeah. was early, early days. Yeah. How has that affected the, the model? I mean, I think that's everything. Um, you know, it's everything. There are lots of carded jewelry lines. We're certainly not the only one or the first one, um, but our business model of stay-at-home moms making all of our pieces is, um, you know, the the central, I don't know what you call that, the spoke in the wheel, or not yeah. the spoke, but whatever that is. The, you know, it's, it's, it's what sets our business apart. Um, and so, Basically, we have our workforce. We've had up to, I think, 
36 mamas working at one time. Now we have about 22. Um, and it just sort of varies depending on the season and depending on, you know, what, what our demand is. But uh, they come into our offices once a week. They pick up a box of raw materials and sort of an order form that says, this is what I need you to make this week. Uh, they take it home and they do it on their own time. So they don't have to pay for childcare. They don't have to leave their kids. They don't have to... Um, go outside their home to bring in um, a nice financial addition to yeah. to their home. So um, that's been just, I think, one of the most rewarding pieces of all of it is, is to um, provide that kind of uh, work for young stay-at-home moms, not even young. I mean, just, yeah. you know, moms that are dealing with kids. Yeah. <laughs> And I think back to one of the truest statements ever, but also happened to happen just maybe 20 minutes ago, was the idea that uh, entrepreneurs are trying to solve a problem. I think often the best, uh, perhaps not entrepreneurs, but best businesses are started in an effort to solve one's own problems, like a, <laughs> a, a realized problem, yeah. not a concept of a problem. Right. Like you'll see like 19 year old entrepreneurs trying to solve problems that they're not, they have no experience with, but they go, Oh, it's a big market. We can, right. we can do a thing in this big market yeah. and that'll be great. Yeah. So you clearly have no idea what the, right. what the customer <laughs> needs. Right. Uh, what you seem to have created is the feelings that you wanted to feel mm -hmm. for people. Yeah. As well as, you know, the income that you probably would have liked to have had early days. Yep. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I am so honored and I know Allison is as well. And we always talk about it, just how, 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 how fantastic it is that we have been led in this direction to be able to do something like this, where we can be in service to people at large, our, our, our wonderful Soulku family um, of fans and people who purchase from us and also to um, be in service to these moms who are able to put their kids to bed at night or pick them up from, you know, their sports practice or take them to school in the morning or have dinner with them or have lunch with them or um, work while they're napping or work while they're at a play date. Mm. We, we used to have a group of moms who would all get together and make stuff together while their kids played, you know, it was just, Smart. it, it, it works. Infused with love, song and prayer handcrafted by moms in Asheville, North Carolina. I mean, this is, this is lovely, beautiful. Um, what, if anything, in like, let's say, up to pandemic days, right? So the first time we met would have been 2019, early 2020. Yeah. Um, what, up to that point, would you say were some of the more strategic choices that y'all made? It seems in some ways this is kind of like kismet and persistence and... Uh, all of a sudden you catch uh, a slick. You're like, oh, this is, a, we're going to do jewels or gems or yeah. stones uh, and these beautiful, thoughtful cards. Yeah. Um, can you 
do any choices that were made that feel particularly strategic worked out or maybe didn't work out uh, in those early days? Yeah. So around 2017, 2018, we, um, worked with a company to help us be cohesive mm -hmm. in our branding. And it was their idea to kind of create the structure of the cards um, so that when these sat on a shelf, you know, you would see if they're, you know, layered like this or sitting on a shelf, you're going to see this mm. and then you're going to look at, at the rest of it so that like immediately it's like, oh, I get what this is. These are like healing properties. I, I understand that. Then we kind of left this up to the imagination. We can trade this out. We can, we can, you know, I can design this any way that I want, you know, within some boundaries. We're always going to have this swash that explains the, you know, the, the healing properties a little bit more. And then it was their idea to have the mamas sign these. Beautiful. And that really the maker's mark. So and to they, speak. I believe, I'm trying to remember. I think they signed the back of them mm. up until that point, but then to have them sign the front of them just really puts it front and center. The other thing that we did um, was, you know, another sort of kismetty thing. Uh, a man contacted us. No, a woman contacted us, and she said, "I, I saw your um, jewelry at a store in San Diego. My husband is a um, uh, he helps entrepreneurs grow their businesses, scale their businesses. Would you be willing to take a phone call with him?" And we were like, "Sure, we'll, we'll talk to anybody." And we had this phone call with this really wonderfully odd dude. <laughs> Um, who said, like, I think I can help you. And so he said, like, what are you doing for digital advertising? And at that point, we had gone through about five or six different companies, people who were like, I could, you know, I can do this thing. And no one didn't move the dial at all. Um, and, and this is in like, this is 2000, this is prime at, oh, now, this okay. is about 2019. Right. It, um, it's starting to get harder to run ads on Instagram, Facebook at that point. But like, if it's 2014, 15, 16, I feel like it was, they were, they were just giving people yes. what they want, yeah. giving businesses what they wanted. Yes. yes. You know, we were really, um, we were like doubling in size every year. Wow. We kept doubling in size. It That was awesome. We grew just at the pace that we could keep up with. Um, we then like got this all right. And then in about 2019, maybe late 2018, early 2019, we signed with this guy um, and he introduced us to a digital advertising agency and they started running Facebook and Instagram ads for us. And we went from doing $17,000 a month online to $170,000 in like three weeks. 
And you're like, get me more stones <laughs> quick. Yes. Mamas. We were like, mamas, mamas, <laughs> help us, help us. Um, you know, so uh, it was it was bananas. You know, it was really, really wow. incredible. What, what is the relationship with an ad agency that's able to turn on a fire hose like that? Are they tying themselves to new revenue or are they? No, are they, they were just, costs? they were doing, well, um, they were like, uh, we, they'll charge us. A, like a certain fee that was a fixed cost until you had like a, a large ad spend. Like I think their ad spend at that point was like over $30,000. Then it would be like 15% of their ad spend. Got it. Um, and we were happy to do it. I yeah. mean, and, and six weeks before that, or a month before that, if you had said you guys are going to be spending, you know, 40 to 80, $90,000 on ads a month, um, we would have been like, you're high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, well, no, what no, stones we will have not. You been <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> the wrong stone, buddy. <laughs> that's not it. Um, but yeah, that happened. And we just, and, and you could gather data. Yeah. You could, um, you know, retarget people. Yeah. You could do all of the amazing things that you can no longer do at that point. Yeah. And so it was, it was just, it was just wonderful. You know, it was, it was really, it was such a great time. I mean, it was a great, great time. It was really, really fun. Um, lots of energy around the business at that point, you know, and then the iOS changes happened, um, which was that, you know, Apple changed their, um, operating systems on their phones. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of, you know, screeched that all to a real halt because you could say you, you don't want to receive ads. Yeah. You could say you don't want to be tracked. You could say no one can have my data. You could say I'm not interested in um, being a part of a group that, you know, is targeted. Yeah. Um, and so that, that then, then, you know, the faucet kind of turned back off again. <laughs> what was, um, in, are there any thoughts that you have about that time and saying like, Ooh, we might've, we might've missed a thing. Like I'm, I'm guessing and I probably shouldn't guess, but if the ads are working like crazy, yeah, you, your customer list is growing, yeah, right? Because Huge. revenue is a thing. Yes. So customers mean email subscribers, yes. if only in transactional emails. Yes. Um, would you, in hindsight, have like tried for more like lead capture and like blow the email list out even bigger than just customers? Like, we're, it's just an OS change meant no new people or fewer new faces. Fewer new faces. Um, you know, we worked our list really yeah. hard. You know, we always thought like he who has the biggest list, you know, come Black Friday wins kind of thing. And we worked our our list really hard. Um, at the height of our list, I think we had almost four hundred thousand people on our list. It was it was nuts. Wow. What what provider were you using at that Clavio. scale? Clavio. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh we, you know, we worked all the flows. Yeah, that's a we huge worked, list. I'm it sorry. It was a huge <laughs> list, yeah. right? It and was so, crazy. So you've since pruned it, it sounds. It was huge. Yeah. We, you know, and that's something you have to go do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of people come in and don't ever come back. And, you know, that is the way that it is. We've been incredibly fortunate in that there is a large 
piece of our business, which is return business. And we have, you know, some really rabid fans. Like we have amazing, amazing customers who, you know, have spent six, $7,000 with us at like $35 a pop over the course of six years. And that's an individual. Is that like a That's boutique? an individual. That's <laughs> wow. an individual. Beautiful. And, and, you know, so when we look at our numbers, I mean, if you, um, yeah, if you scale that to a business that's selling expensive things, it's an astronomical number. So yes, that, I mean, right. Yeah. We were purchases... selling lawnmowers or washing machines yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, the, the net promoter score on that person is like off. It's uh, higher than 10, it's 100. It's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. And okay. and we still have those customers and they're, they are wonderful. You know, I definitely think there's, we've had a shakeup since the iOS changes. We've had a shakeup since the pandemic um, in different ways. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we feel very strongly still that we have a hit and that while we're not doing the numbers that we were doing in 2019, 2020, um, as our, our real focus these days is bringing in new customers um, and hoping to convert those customers into those long, long-time customers. Yeah. And so it's, a, um, it's an ongoing search yeah. and like how to best do that. And that has been really our challenge for the last, I'd say, two years. We interrupt this episode with a horror story, an e-commerce horror story that my wife, Sarah Upertaccio, experienced, but I'm going to preface, she's not alone. You might be an e-commerce store owner. You might have a friend who's an e-commerce store owner. And uh, this story is universal, though specific. Sarah, please take it away. Yeah, well, I own a small business called QB Cucina, and we sell Italian pasta tools and kitchenware. And in our previous space where we were fulfilling from, one day my employee was packaging up a bunch of packages to ship via UPS, and UPS did not pick up from this location. And so she was going to package them up and take them out to the car and drive them to UPS. Well, it was raining a lot that day. As it tends to here in Asheville. Yes, as it tends to here in Asheville. And on her way, taking the dolly out to her car, uh, some packages just flew off the dolly were soaking wet she was soaking wet and then she had to repackage them like go back up to the office and repackage them because they were ruined and and couldn't be shipped out so yeah and uh a i'm so sorry to hear that story that's a heartbreaker now you don't have to worry about that happening anymore because you work at Ernest ready-made warehouse and they have daily pickups and deliveries from FedEx, UPS, and USPS. Yes, it's like it's like suddenly we have a valet and concierge at our fingertips, which is amazing. Um, they have daily pickups from from all the major shipping carriers, and they have a huge loading dock, so we can receive our shipments very easily, twenty four hours of the day, every day of the week, which is amazing. To learn more about Ernest Ready Made Warehouse, visit makingitinashville.com forward slash Ernest E R N E S T. We have uh, all sorts of information about this season, about our sponsor, Ernest, ReadyMade, and uh, offer a very special incentive for those of you who are small business owners in Asheville who could benefit from this facility. Back to the episode. Hey, what a thrill ride. And, <laughs> Such a thrill ride, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, amazing. <laughs> what, um, I remember in the calendar year 2020, I wanna say that there was a like spin the wheel lead 
opt-in yes. on the website. Yes. Right. And so like, let's talk about just some bells and yeah. whistles that have been, um, you know, rung and blown yeah. over the years that uh, either worked and quit working or that you're thinking about now. And when I, in part, that's so it's like, all right, so opt-in thing on the website. Yeah. Today, you know, I'm watching your Instagram uh, story about an upcoming Instagram, perhaps Instagram live, live sales mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. So like what tactics uh, have come and gone and which ones are kind of persistent? Yeah, I would say when we signed on with that digital agency, the first thing that they said to us was like, you've got to put up the wheel of fortune wheel. And we were like, no way. <laughs> no, no, that's not our customer. Like we're trying to get like anthropology customers. That is no, we're not doing that. And then somehow they talked us into it. We did it. And that's what grew that list. Yeah. I mean, no question. That's what grew that list. People wanted to spin the wheel. And, and it was something like they you know, got 5%, this, 10%, 20. It was like something. Right. And they got the same thing. It was thing. always the same thing. It was always the same thing. And they, yeah. they got the same, but they signed up and they liked they liked it. Yeah. So it worked. That was a great thing. Then about maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, that stopped being really, people weren't doing it nearly as much. And, and we found that we were getting less signups that way. And so we took it off and just did like a regular pop-up. Um, that, that, that really worked for us for a time for, for signups. Um, I'd say more recently, um, as you were mentioning, the Instagram live sales, I really feel very strongly that the way that e-commerce is going, if you ha have a product-based business, you need to figure out a way to sell live. So talk to me through this. Okay. Okay. Because it's, uh, it's I agree. Uh, the parallel for me is like QVC at night. Uh -huh. Grandma would call my mom and be like, we got it, Lulu, we got to get this thing. You know, like, so... <laughs> There is something. Yeah, it's not new. Yeah, right. But the 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 technical perhaps is new. Mm -hmm. So like, what it? How are you thinking about it? I've seen versions where uh, you know you post a picture of a product and then say you know Venmo me at, and with the money and ask for the thing. So there's a bunch of ways you yeah. could execute it. Yeah, from uh, you know Venmo transactions to something more sophisticated. Yeah, where are you today? Well, we're in an interesting spot. Um, so we have a big ERP system, which runs Solku as far as inventory and as far as uh, customer management what, for what our wholesale. It? It's called um, NetSuite. Oh, yeah. So it's a big, robust yeah, it's program. That's a big one. It's a big, it's a big one. And, and we, we bought into it uh, with the idea that we were going to continue on the growth trajectory that we yeah. were on. Um, and it makes things a little bit challenging. It, it makes it difficult to add products. Um, it takes a long time to add a new product. It's not an easy thing because you have to build out these things called bombs and it has to be one piece from here, one piece from there, one piece from there, this comes from here, that comes from here. And it takes about an hour to build out one product in that suite. Brutal. And NetSuite ties into our Shopify. Okay. Okay. So um, we have a catalog of things that we have on our Shopify and that we sell for wholesale. But 
those things aren't nearly as exciting as what we have found, which is like every couple of weeks or maybe once a month, we will offer this thing called a superpower, which is like a limited edition uh, necklace or bracelets um, that we only have a hundred of, mm. you know, and so those will sell out on Saturdays. Um, but we wanted to figure out a way to do live sales. Like we were seeing some other companies do them and mostly they were crystal companies. We mm. hadn't seen any jewelry. I think we saw one or two jewelry companies doing some live sales, but they were really rudimentary and, you know, kind of like, I, I don't even know what they're doing. NetSuite kind of prohibited us from doing, um, easy live sales. <laughs> so what we do is we have kind of um, made a workaround and we uh, do between five and 20 um, different things that you can't get on our website. Uh, like uh, five and 20, the number, uh, we do five and 20 necklaces of uh, something that you're not going to see on our site. You can't get it again. You're not going to, you know, um, and then we'll do probably, I think on our live sale tomorrow, I think we have like 35 styles, oh, wow. maybe yeah. of these five to 10 pieces, five to 20 pieces. Um, and in order to buy them, you go on to our Instagram It'll pop up, you know, you can sign up to get a reminder. It'll say it's Instagram, you know, Soul Coos going live on Instagram and you tune in and you kind of watch the show and we present them. Um, we talk about the healing properties of each one and uh, people will just claim them in the comments. So they claim them in the comments and we have a big table that has a bunch of little buckets in them. You put the person's Instagram handle in it, you stick the card in the bucket and you move on to the next thing. Unfortunately then, we have built out these sort of dummy products in NetSuite sure. that go through. Um, and so we have to, to create individual invoices for everybody um, that orders. So that's very time consuming. And so right now we're trying to figure out a different way around that yeah. that allows us to do that much more easily. We worked for a little while with a company called Livecom um, that allowed us to do like live broadcasts on our website. Okay. And we could also turn those into like sellable product videos. You know, so if you went to our product page, you could see a little video mm -hmm. and you could buy it from there. Um, but it just didn't have the power that the like Instagram where they are. Yeah. reach has. And, yeah. you know, you had to RSVP for the sale and yeah. it just, that, that did not end up working for us. Interesting. I'm just, uh, I haven't been on a live recently. What is, what is the ability to throw links into a live chat? What is we the... could do that. We could do that because all of our stuff is like basically like yeah. in a store on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but that would limit us to our catalog instead of all of these one of a kinds sure. and all of these like unique ones, which is really, I think what's driving people. Cause you go yeah, to our yeah, site yeah. at any time and buy those. So this is a new is, experience. Is, it's oh, new. It's man. different. Yeah. My, my wheels are turning like, is there like a, I know, you know, like it, maybe there needs to be another account, but then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, then you're going to have a lookalike account. that's going to be tricking people. Yeah. But like if there was like, you know, so cool special sales or whatever yeah. DMS, the person who comments, it's a link 
to a checkout page on your site, SS, you know, L, and it's, uh, yeah, but then you have to do the inventory thing, and are right. you running two inventories, yeah. and yeah. you're going to use Stripe for these transactions yeah. versus NetSuite? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little complicated, but yeah. I think you know we're doing everything we can to try and figure out how to make it easier because I really think it is, it's the thing it right is. now. If yeah. you have a ecom business and you're not doing live sales, I think you're really missing out on a lot of. And, it, and and the people talk to each other. They form community around it. You know, they know us. Yeah. We did like a birthday sale for me in June. And, you know, everybody was like, happy birthday. And we know the people who are claiming the things yeah. over and over and over again. And um, the other thing that we've been working with since about March is a brand ambassador program. So this is interesting to me because I... the. A, I'm absolutely in love with the mama model. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it's so compelling. It's so on brand. And it's it, it's, and it means so much more now to you. Oh, for sure. Because you get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I get it in a way that I couldn't have in the past. But yeah. like, always was compelling. Always was powerful. And then, um, it made me think of like, you know, Tupperware and. The difference was uh, labor for force versus sales force. Yeah. Right. So it's like builders versus like how who's going to go out gonna and be like it. you know ring the bell say come on in we like we're having a party yeah and you're going home with a necklace <laughs> and you're going home with Chris's <laughs> presents and you're going like yeah um and so talk to me about the ambassador program what's it look like today it's interesting uh, we are working with a company called Brand Ambassador. Um, Great names for some of the companies that yeah, you work with. Yeah, they're There's really a, cool. You said some other company name. I was like, that's a good name for it too. Yeah. <laughs> Brand Ambassador. Um, Ambassador. So they are out of the UK and they have a really great model. Um, and it was designed by a company who had their own ambassador program and all the issues. Same thing that you were saying. They solved the problem that they had. Um, which was like, how do you manage ambassadors and pay them and all of that sort of stuff. So they have an app and, uh, we set up our company on their app. If you want to be, if you want to apply to be an ambassador for us, you just download the app. We have missions that we send you on, oh, you know, where it's like, make your first sale or like, you know, like us on Instagram or create your promo code or, you know, that kind of mm. thing. Tell us a story about your soul coup. And the really cool thing about Brand Ambassador is that as you join them as a brand, there are lots of other brands that they have. And so when your ambassador comes in, um, like people who have loved Soulku forever and want to be our brand ambassador, they join that platform. They are now eligible to try and become an ambassador okay. for 40 other brands. Cool. And so we, we have a constant influx of new people who don't know anything about our product, don't know anything about our company, who are wanting to Butter become ambassadors for us. And that's what they do. Yeah. How does it, it seems like it feels different than just, you know, a more traditional like- Influencer. Aff or affiliate model, yeah. right? So like a ClickBank mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. uh, infrastructure, sometimes it's it, it has a tendency to create spam culture. Yeah. Where like people are like, oh, I'm just going to- put on my parameters and drive traffic to the site and it's bad traffic or, or whatever it is. 
um, seems like a standard deviation from a traditional affiliate model and some sort of a nebulous influencer marketing. How does, have you, I imagine you've tested influencer at some point? Um, a little bit okay. micro influencers and we yeah. just didn't yeah. feel like, I, I think those, I think those people need to be vetted. Um, and, and that's one of the things that brand ambassador allows us to do to a certain extent. Sure. If someone's applying to become a, an ambassador for our brand, they have to register at the website. It connects all their social media to it. They have to write us like, why would you be a good Solku ambassador? You know, we can look through their stuff and see like this, this now this is not our person or like, this is totally our person. And even if they only have 1400 followers, this is a, a mom, she gets it. She's into crystals, you know, that's yeah. a great ambassador for us. And so, um, that that's been super cool that, that we can. And then when they do things for us, when they create UGC, like they'll get a free product and we'll ask them to create something for us. We can rate it and it's not a rating that they see. Sure. And then we can, when we have other projects come up that we're like, we need some UGC for the new launch like, of this line. This person got a 10, 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to send it to that person. So it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's a little bit frustrating sometimes to remember that it does take people like 11 times, I think, to see something before they <laughs> buy it, yeah. at least. Sure. And so sometimes there are ambassadors that literally they'll like, they'll just like throw up a picture and be like, I got this from Solku. Here's my thing. Get 15% yeah. off. And that's not what we're looking for. Sure. But it's another one of those hits. And it's yeah. like, if it's out there, you know, it's, it, it's just another, it just another, you know, tally. Yeah. So UGC user generated content in case you were Googling it at home. And then, um, one of my favorite advertisements of all time was, uh, so here's the issue with sometimes good ads is that you remember the ad and you don't remember who it was for, but I want to <laughs> say it was, it was like Blimpy. It might've been Blimpy, but it was a sandwich place. Uh -huh. And they're like, they, there's a guy working at a deli counter and he's at a, the slicer. Uh -huh. And he goes, this big time ad agency that we're working with. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'm like sawing the deli meat. Told us that our name needed to be seen 13 times by a customer before they shop with us. So anyway, <laughs> and like as he's slicing, the shirt is saying the name of the whatever Blimpy. Right. And it says Blimpy, Blimpy, Blimpy. Blimpy that's as he's awesome. talking about this yeah. ad yeah. and he goes, well, we'll see you at Blimpy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. So yeah. that worked, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, it's yeah. tough to make it. It's like yeah. buying a hairdryer, like a vacuum cleaner. It's like, you don't want to spend money on a billboard to get, cause you can't track it and you don't know. And yeah. it's somewhere back in somebody's head somewhere. And then all of a sudden they go, gosh, I've seen that everywhere. What is that? Yeah. It's that, ugh, I don't love to spend money on that, but it's necessary. <laughs> uh, anything else uh, on the cutting room floor tactic or strategy wise? Gosh, I'm probably so many sure. things. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, I think the brand, how, how many brand, do you have a sense of how many brand ambassadors there have been in the last couple months? Like, what are you up to? Is it... Gosh, um, probably about 400. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that ramped up yeah. relatively quickly. In yeah. part, I imagine, because brand bass. Yes, shout out, because of sponsor the, yes. sponsor the season. The we got some other businesses you can yep, talk to. That's right. Um, yeah, because of that. I mean, I'll 
I'll go in there every morning and there will be like five to 10 new people and wanting to apply. And is it just apply. tracked on the back end and some sort of like conversion tracking pixel um, thing? I mean, they have, they get codes. Yeah. So they, they, but yes, so it's, it's at, all but tracked. it's at checkout. Uh-huh. Their codes. Um, but Brambassador also handles all of the payments to these people. Um, we also do like rewards. You can get points. Yeah. You can also get free Solku product for freebies, or, but also you can earn points towards free Solku product. And they have all of that taken care of, which I think would have been somebody's full-time job. Oh yeah. For 300 ambassadors or 400 ambassadors. And yeah. the, the ramping to that number is yeah. seemed like a crazy yeah. operational. Yes. Nightmare. Burden. Yes. Cool. Um, we're halfway ish through 2023. What are you looking forward to? I imagine holiday is the, mm -hmm. is a whirlwind for y'all, but like, yeah. what are you thinking about when you think about the rest of the year? Yeah. Alice and I just had our meeting, like our half halfway through the year meeting and like, what do we want? What do we want to accomplish this year? Um, you know, we're still, of course, uh, working to always drive sales, drive new customer acquisition, um, share our story with more people, keep uh, remembering what we're doing this for and why we started in the first place, keep going service, back to the service. mission of being in service, being in service. Um, and really like seeing how far we can get this year, just like really we're going to hustle for the next six months. And, um, you know, we, this year we have had, we've had a, a downturn, um, which, I think last year as well, you know, not doing, I mean, and of course, like during the pandemic, while wholesale completely tanked, online flourished and grew, we've gone through a couple of different agencies. We're back to the agency that we left that, that got us where, where they got us. Um, and hoping that, that they're gonna, um, help us get a little bit more back on track. It's, mm. it's been a weird couple of years, um, gas prices, food prices, you know, this is expendable income kind of stuff. So yeah. I think people ha are, are more hesitant to spend now than they have been. Um, so yeah, yeah. growth, growth is the goal. Growth is the goal. I'm excited. I, um, when thinking about I guess uh, early days, I think you said there was like an 80-20 maybe uh, wholesale to retail. What does the e-commerce portion of your business look like today in terms of a percentage of a sense? I, it's about, we have been selling on Amazon Handmade. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's another, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, new. That's, that's a, a new big thing. Strategy. Yeah, that's a new tactic. Do, do we, how do we feel about it? Because I know we've had... Interesting. We feel yeah. interesting about it. Um, our beautiful friends at Moonlight Makers right. yeah, um, said, you know, like meet our people. And so we went with the agency that they've been using. Um, and they're great. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting space. It's a really interesting space. There's a lot of a lot of pieces of the pie that people take out to hold the stuff, to keep the stuff, to... Um, you know, sell the stuff to advertise the stuff. The margins are very, very small. Um, but um, 
it's that is about the reason that I say that then. So that's about 20% of our business. Mm. I think the retail and well, different in um revenue yeah, versus I was gonna say top line versus bottom line. So that twenty yeah. percent of your sales is coming through that. Yeah, twenty percent of our sales is coming from that, thirty percent of our sales is coming thirty to thirty-five percent of our sales is online and the rest of it is wholesale right now. So almost a fifty fifty mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Which is interesting, compelling. And it in the um this kind of like for lack of a I don't want to duct tape together Instagram live sales experience does that represent a a large enough portion that you think even this duct tape portion makes sense or yeah. is it just so exciting as like a selling experience and community building experience that it it makes sense because people are very engaged for that hour yeah. or whatever it is yeah um that's a good question. Okay. You know, that's a really good question. It's it's very compelling. You know, we sell a lot of stuff. Cause we do it in three hours, so once a month. Three hours, once a month. Let's maybe, uh, I'll double click on that. Three hours, once a month. My mind, I go, you said five to 25 things. I'm like, is that 25 total units? Or twenty five. So uh, skews. No. So we'll do we'll do all told. We'll probably do about fifty skews. Okay. Um. But each one of those, there could be five of one. There could be twelve. There could be twenty of them. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, because I'm like yeah, twenty five things, you guys sell that out in a split second. It seems. Yeah. Like, no. Mine, 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 mine. Yeah. Mine. There, there's over three hundred actual units that we will sell in three hours. You know, relatively, it's a great, yeah, high velocity three hours compared to a a random other set of yes, three three hours. hours. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, it's awesome, it it is really exciting, and um, I really think there is huge room for growth there. And and I see so many other companies doing it now, and I just think that's yeah, my spidey sense tingles on that, and I almost always I'm thinking about my wife, Sarah, and I'm like, yeah. ooh. But it seems that a critical part of it is not just that we're selling products today at this particular day. It's that these are unique, special, somehow one-off or, you know, hard. You can't get them any other time. And I don't, my gut says it's not compelling enough to have standard product randomly discounted on this particular Saturday um, because, of you know, a price floor is a price ceiling in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, she could import some amazing olive oil. She could import like more consumable kind of things that have to move, have to move and also are exciting and can be used with the products that she makes. OMG. Sarah, that was free too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I no, I think that's, um, that, closed a loop in my brain on how to think about yeah these online yeah. real-time uh selling experiences yeah and wow. i mean we we have done shows where we've like just cleared out stuff sure that we don't sell anymore yeah um which and, I, I feel like would be her first swing at it is like all right some stuff that wasn't necessarily moving we're gonna move it yeah like, okay but yeah. that's not why would they come back the next time right or like that's not yeah and it can't just be like discount right the stuff yeah i really like so make it special but also, I think it's that the really, I, I really think I'm not highlighting enough the community mm. um, aspect to it, where the consumer, the the I hate to call them that, the customers, the, the our Soul family yeah. gets to talk to each other. 
You know, they and get to chat. The they're chatting in the comments to each other. Like, what kind and of stuff are they, they saying? Know, like, oh, I you know, love. They're like, oh, that's uh, so beautiful. Mer oh, Mer congratulations, you got that. Man, I could really use that. I had a rough day. Oh, me too. You know, what's your sign? You know, there's <laughs> I, they're chatting, and Cute. it's it's super cool. And and. I think people want to buy from people, yes. you know, and you yes. know, like that's yes. the thing. It's like people want to buy from people. They want to buy from people. And so it's another opportunity, not just to tell your story, but to like, it's the whole Kardashians thing. Like you mm. think you know them, mm. um, bringing that element in where people really feel like they're a part of your brand. They know who you are. And so, I mean, and Sarah is so lovely and <sighs> she is. She and, and, people would want to know her and like know what made her so passionate about this yeah. and, you know, know her story and know her as a mom and know, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, yeah. It's just that personal connection. And that's why besides the fact that I think our products are fantastic quality, they last forever. You can wear them forever. All of that great stuff. Um, it's a personal connection. Yeah. It's a personal connection. And then times it by people buy from people and they don't buy things, they buy stories. And they have the story of, oh my God, I was up at whenever because my time zone and I and I got it. And yeah. Uh, they have an experience. Yeah, experience. Yeah. Dang. Well, e-commerce season of the making in Nashville podcast. Uh, lot to lot to consider if you're an e-commerce brand in yeah. Asheville. Yeah. Um I mean, thank you. Is there anything on your heart, mind that we haven't uh, got to? You're like, oh, when I'm on the podcast, I really want to make sure I say this thing. No, no. I'm just so grateful that you had me do this. And, um, you know, um, you guys, I've just always been such big fans of you and your wife. And I think it's just amazing what you guys have done here in Asheville. And it's just so cool. Oh. So I'm super grateful. And, uh, thank you flattered uh, i feel like <laughs> we are very much out uh shined and in, in the shadow of the giants in the community so uh just trying to be a reflection back uh towards y'all so thank you for that if people were going to find you there are going to be links everywhere show notes yeah everywhere possible yeah. but yeah. where would they look to find you on the internet so it's soulku.com s-o-u-l-k-u.com and I have a discount code. <gasps> People. People. Discount code. Community. Yes. So the discount code is going to be making it 20 and it'll be a 20% discount um, on everything on our site except for our limited editions. Forever and ever or for a limited time. No, forever and ever. Forever and ever. You heard it here yeah, first. Yeah, so if you're watching this and it's like five years from today, it's still Try working. it. Oh yeah. my goodness, man. That's, I th that's awesome. That is so cool and so generous and so um, on brand. <laughs> so on brand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.